Welcome everyone back to the All Things Reality Podcast where we talk all things competitive reality TV including Big Brother, Survivor, The Challenge, and more. My name's Champagne and I'm joined with my co-host Laith and we are back with another challenge double agents recap and review for episode 14. So where we left off last week coming into this week, Nani comes in with her gold skull. She is on cloud nine. She is so happy and we got a couple different pairings now. We see the Anissa and Fessy. They're trying to work it out. Anissa has a confessional saying there's not really any chemistry, but Kyle goes up in funny points. I think Kyle is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think they're just trying to work it out. Obviously, if you switch into a new partnership, you're going to have to work things out. Um, you know, it's hard to just jump into something when it's not organic or natural. Yeah, and it was pretty interesting because we saw at the end of the last episode, Kyle was not shy about hiding his thoughts about being partnered with Anissa, he was clearly upset about it. He keeps talking about how much he hates her for blindsiding her earlier in the season, but it's like, you're here still and you got your gold skull, so I don't know what you're so upset about, but it's an interesting dynamic and you wouldn't expect them to do well. I honestly was predicting going into this that one of them would be going home this episode and we saw that that didn't really happen. Yeah, the editing made it seem as if they were on the chopping block this entire episode. You know, we'll get into those later details later, but it made it almost, to me, seem like, oh, mm -hmm. they're for sure going down um, if they don't win. 100%. 100%. We both thought that, I feel like, going into the challenge, they were the first to go. They were the first to get it done. And then we saw a bunch of teams after them couldn't really get it done. Only about half the teams this week completed the daily challenge because a lot of them came up for air. We saw Nani come up for air because Fessy kicked her in the face. Um, we saw um, Corey was too scared to even go under the water. Um, and did Amber and Darrell even finish? I don't think they did. So we see the two teams that do complete it besides... Um, Besides Kyle and Anissa, we see um, Casey and Leroy and CT and Cam. They're the only other two teams. And we see at the end, um, at the end of that challenge, TJ kind of teases us. He makes us think it's only down to CT and um, Cam and Leroy and Casey. But then he pulls a fast one on us and makes us all out of left field. No one expected this. We saw Kyle and Anissa pull out the win. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like TJ's always trying to tease us up, and honestly, it worked out for me this time. I actually bought it hook, line, and sinker. Um, and obviously, with the editing, you know, they try to make it seem as if they are super close. That's with editing, that's their job. Um, but going mm -hmm. into this challenge, you know, I knew certain teams were going to excel, certain teams were not. Um, you got CT loves the water he's a fish even Leroy who he's a fish <laughs> Leroy he used to be terrified of anything water and I was like oh Darrell's doesn't like water even Corey so but then you got Nani I was like Nani's gonna do so well unfortunately she got literally kicked by Fessy so that and ended up not working out but what was what was interesting to me was CT and Cam, you know, you got this quote unquote power team, but the thing is they're both super, super alpha 
And so Cam wants to run the show on and on the other hand, CT wants to run the show. And they both said they're both good at puzzles. So obviously they clashed. And it's interesting because maybe they were right in the beginning of the season not to work together. We saw that CT wanted all season to work with Cam. And they, in the two episodes they've been together, they have sucked as a team, honestly. They couldn't get any of these challenges done. They've really been struggling. So it's not really a surprise at this point that they're not doing too well because of their personalities. Like like you said, they're both alpha personalities. It kind of worked before in their other pairings. You need an alpha and a beta in a way, in the sense that Kyle and Cam, it was clear Cam was the was the the powerhouse of that team. Um and Kyle was there to support her. But then same thing with Big T and CT when they were pairing CT led the team, whereas Big T was just there for support, but she did her role very well as supporting. There's You need the support to go hand-in-hand hand with that alpha leader. So there's no leader without anyone who follows. So it's interesting when you see two powerhouse, um, someone with Cam who has an amazing elimination record, someone like CT who's a legend who has won this game before. It's interesting to see that they can't communicate well because they both just want to take the lead and once they were able to just like be like okay fine you do it they got it done so it's just interesting to see how that played out yeah and even ct was saying like in this scenario this would never have been this difficult if he was with big t like that would have worked out mm -hmm. all smoothly like say big t was able to get through the water ct is great at puzzles he could have easily finished that maybe in faster time versus arguing with cam so it was interesting to see how exactly that maybe these you know on paper perfect teams are actually not as perfect as they seem it's kind of crazy because, you know, in the beginning, who was the team that we all thought was going to be the most dominant pair? It was Lolo and mm -hmm. Nam, and they were arguably one of the worst teams on this I season. I agree. So, so you never know what is going to make a good team. Just because someone is, has good physical strength doesn't automatically make them the best challenge team ever. We've seen people win the challenge before who aren't the most physically dominant people. So you can't just completely rely on that. And I think that's a mistake that people continue to make over and over again. And we saw Cam, she kind of picked that up. She knew that Kyle, although obviously I'm not calling Kyle weak or anything like that, but he's not the most physically dominant person in this season. She still wanted him to be her partner. She didn't want CT and she didn't want um, anyone else like Fessy. She didn't want any of those people at once she had been acclimated with Kyle. So she had picked up on that, but it seemed like CT didn't. CT was just so focused on the final that he has that old school mentality, more of a physical gameplay aspect, whereas I think Cam is playing a more strategical approach um, when you compare the two. Right. Um, but yeah, Anissa and Kyle won, and they needed that, absolutely. Otherwise, if they did not get that, 100%, they would have been the house vote or whoever was the double agents would have thrown them in. So it honestly worked out perfect for them. I mean, there's only three teams that actually completed it, but they needed that more than anything. And luckily, it came at the right time. So good for Anissa mm -hmm. and Kyle. They won a, you know, a week of safety. And everyone knew that they were going to be the ones going in. I feel like they kept alluding to it. Maybe that's just by the editing. But they kept saying over and over again, we know that we are going to go in. Everyone was saying, I want to go against Anissa. I want to go against Kyle to get my gold skull. Because when you compare the people against each other, they on paper look like they might be the weaker of the teams with gold skulls. So it's not really a surprise that people were targeting them like that. Uh, but it's good that they were able to, get, able to get out that win. And 
it's interesting because you don't know how it's going to play out in the future. I was surprised with the strategy that they took. I thought that they might try to pull a fast one on the other teams, which we saw that they didn't really do. Um, I mean, it's a spoiler to the end of the episode, but like, it was kind of like last week where it was like, okay, Nani and Gabby don't have their schools. We let's just throw them both in. I feel like that's kind of a, a missed opportunity, if you will. Why would you not choose to try and block people like um, Corey or someone like Big T out of getting their skull? It, it's kind of confusing to me. Yeah. I mean, with the whole houseboat situation, everyone was thinking, oh, easy. Corey's the one without a skull. Corey's going to be the houseboat. Or as they thought. Then you get strategy involved and during the challenge this actually ended up hurting them Casey and Leroy since they had won last week's challenge they had the how do I say privilege to do the order pick and we actually haven't seen an order pick happen in a while like normally if some if a team wins an elimination a daily challenge they pick the order and so basically well actually that's been going on all season they just don't air it I read somewhere oh really yeah that's like been like a thing because when I was listening to the the challenge official podcast which I'm sure a lot of people listen to this also listen to that um Anissa talked about how in the beginning of the season that her and Fessy had the advantage in that next challenge to pick who is placed where and sometimes the order. So that's been going on for a lot of the season. I don't know if it's in every single time, but that's been like a power of the the double agents that they don't really air. Oh, that's interesting. That's actually, yeah, something I did not know. But I mean, this basic strategy with that is you put the people you don't want to win first because they will have a quote-unquote disadvantage. There wasn't really a big disadvantage in this scenario because you couldn't really watch the other teams, but that's the whole point. You put the teams you don't want to win first. And who did Casey and Leroy put? Anissa and Kyle. So, of course, they were thinking they're trying to cover their tracks. That's going to come back to them. Um, so, you know, it was interesting. They're like, who's going to be the house vote? Everyone thought easy, Corey. And then, you know, thinking maybe they want to put Leroy and Casey. Maybe, you know, they want to put someone else as the house vote. And it's interesting because we saw it move back and forth, back and forth. They were alluding to maybe trying to do that, but it, it kind of seemed like it was assumed. We knew that it was going to be Corey and Big T going down there. So, um... Not really a shocker. Um, once again, there wasn't really a deliberation, kind of. It was like, maybe Darrell or is it going to be Corey? We didn't really know. Um, and we also saw there was kind of dissension with these partners. Like, someone like Nani, who would think Fessy would be, like, this big, awesome competitor, isn't really, like, living up to the expectation that he has this hype that he, I, I said that in the very beginning if you go back and listen to our earlier episodes I said I don't get the hype around Fessy I don't get why everyone is up his ass I don't get why everyone's so obsessed with him because he sucked at Big Brother he didn't win a single challenge when he was on Big Brother maybe one or two I don't I remember agree. but he, he is just not like that good that everyone hypes about to be and he's a terrible communicator he's more of an individual competitor and everyone's all obsessed with him and I think Anissa kind of got out lucky and getting Kyle as a partner Nani realizes that Nani realizes that Fessy isn't the best partner and Kyle might be beneficial to her over Nani or I mean over Fessy same thing with CT he realizes that him and Cam are not complimentary to each other they butt heads and they clash whereas 
Big T was always down for everything. She would always put her full effort. And with with Big T, he won two daily challenges. Has Cam won two daily challenges with CT? No. I mean, they've only been together for two episodes, granted, and they have won daily challenges separately. But you saw when CT was with Big T, he was winning way more. Every single challenge win that he has had this season has been alongside Big T. Right. And I think what Nani noticed is it's all about team chemistry. Um, Fessy has none of that. I'm sorry. He's not a good sweet talker. Um, not a very social person. Like when in his apologies, he always liked to play the introvert card. Oh, I'm an introvert. Yada, yada, yada. I'm not good in social settings. Yada, yada, yada. But Nani's now realizing it's all about team chemistry. Do you remember when she cried about Josh? Josh was probably arguably one of the worst <laughs> competitors there. The absolute worst. But the team chemistry is what she was upset about because they genuinely had trust in each other. They were able to help each other out. And she even noticed that with Kyle too. Even with Kyle, they had a better team chemistry than her and Fessy. Because it feels like Fessy almost has like a superiority complex. He feels like he's too good. He's we saw he kicked her in the face during the daily challenge. He didn't even care mm-hmm. to like he was only worried about himself. He wasn't aware that he kicked her in the face. I feel like as someone who I feel like I'm a pretty tall person as well. I'm not sure if I'm as tall as him, but if I like I'm aware of how tall I am. You know what I mean? So if I'm like going down to swim and I kick someone in the face, you feel that. You feel the force of kicking someone in the face and he didn't even care. He didn't and then he tried to drag her back down into the water, which could have like oh, drowned yes. her. Like you know what I mean? Like, you, like someone rising up for air like that is clear that that she is is lacking air because you kicked the thing out of her mouth. She couldn't breathe. She lost her air tube because of you. And then you just drag her back down into the water because you only care about winning. You don't care about your partner. It's clear that their chemistry is off. And honestly, anyone with Fessy is not going to have the best team chemistry because it seems like he's only out for himself. Unless if it was Gabby. Unless if it was Gabby. And she went home. I know. But he's just... The second she said that she would pick him as a partner. He's just... He's not thinking with his head, honestly. And... Mind you, do people not remember last season, his rookie season? Granted, yes, he made it to the final. Congratulations. He was hours. It was a timed event. He was hours behind everyone else. He actually, all the girls finished before him. He was the very last person to finish that final. Talking about, all oh, this huge stature. Oh, like, he is so big. He's so huge. Yada, yada, yada. He's good physical threat. He couldn't... He could barely finish that final. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible to watch. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get what's the big hype about him at all. Like, do people just forget that he basically gassed out during the final? Almost didn't even complete it? Yeah, seems like it, because I, I didn't watch last season, and this is the first I'm hearing about this, because all I've heard about this entire season is how he's so great, how he's the perfect partner for the final. I guess no one cares about what he did in the past, it, just because he's big and strong. I saw someone say on Twitter, he's like Zach. He's like, Zach in the past looks like this big beast who will dominate, but then he just kind of is meh. Oh my god, really care about his partners. I completely agree, because even Zach, during a final, has gassed out. You know, he's lost mm-hmm. breath. He's lost air. He, yeah, Zach would do horrible in the final, but everyone was so intimidated by him that nobody wanted to go up against him. No one wanted to go up against Zach, so he had an easy ride to the final, right? When it came to that final, he was never able to complete it. He's never won a final, not even come close, actually. So, yeah, I, do, I absolutely yeah. so the, see. The, the parallels are there. Yeah, I absolutely see 
the similarities. But yeah, also with the strategy, um, we see Leroy, he feels really bad about basically plotting against Jarrell. They're both OGs. They've both done this for a long time. He feels bad about it. You know, at one point, like, you can't always keep your number one in the game. Darrell yeah. has never lost a final, ever. He's won four back-to-back finals. And that says a lot about him. Granted, it wasn't as serious as it is now. You know, the challenges mm-hmm. weren't as big, as complex as they are now. However, don't count Darrell out. He's a very big physical threat. And Darrell kind of did something back. And I thought that was a very interesting strategy. He basically told Leroy... If I go down and if I win, I'm going to take Casey because, you know, Amber B's Amber B has been struggling in a couple of these competitions. Like, if you want to vote me in, I'll take your partner because he knows how much Leroy and Casey want to be together. So I think that was actually a very smart approach by Darrell. Very smart approach because it's kind of blackmailing him in a way but like not like outright he was more like chill about it but I think it was clear strategy on Darrell's part to say that because he knows that people are looking at him to throw him down there and he's basically saying like yo like if you vote me in there I'm still your partner and he knows that Casey and Leroy are like obsessed with each other so they don't want to leave each other as partners so it was smart it didn't really work out for him but it was a smart attempt to try and save himself I agree but uh come down to the house deliberation there's still people going back and forth you know who do we put in do we put in Darrell do we put in Corey so there's still some back and forth but when we get to that secret vote it's Darrell and sorry it's Jarrell and Amber B and we're all thinking it's a guys at this oh oh my god it could have been a girls one too we didn't know right you're right so we saw after they moved into that elimination after they revealed who was voted in we saw that Cam and or not Cam we saw that Kyle and Anissa had the option who are they going to throw down there and for a second I thought they were going to backstab someone if that was me I would backstab someone quickly. I'd throw down someone that is a huge threat in the final, but instead they decided to put down Big T and Corey, which I, I love Big T. So, I mean, I was hoping she'd have a chance at her, her gold skull, but obviously it ended up being a guy's day. And we saw a pretty quick elimination, honestly, between Darrell and Corey. Yeah, and, and it's funny that you brought that up because I remember when they did that secret vote, they found out that it was Darrell and Amber B. I remember Kyle, he was saying, let's put in CT. They're two big vets. Let's put in the two OGs. And Anissa was like, no, I'm not going to do my boy Corey like that. You know, she wanted to help get Cor- have Corey get a skull. So that's where the alliance yeah. definitely helps in a way. But it, we saw on Kyle's part, he was willing to make that move. To just, you know, put in whoever he wanted. And so, yeah, I mean, it could have been great, but it is what it is. Um, we've seen this type of elimination um when it was Devin versus Wes and Devin won it's kind of like this reverse tug of war but it was more it was weird because it seemed like the rope had absolutely no tension or in a sense that Corey was just way too fast for Darrell to even catch up 
I didn't even realize that it was even supposed to be like that challenge until you said something because it didn't even look similar by the way that it played out. You know what I mean? Like it seemed more like a race. That's what I was thought it was going to be like, but there was nothing, nothing even like that. I was pretty surprised and they looked kind of even. So I was surprised that there wasn't more tension on the rope because when they were running, Corey was a little bit ahead of Darrell, but they were pretty even the entire time. So it was a little bit surprising that there wasn't as much tension on the rope between each other. And, but yeah, as we saw two back-to-back rounds, Corey kind of smoked Darrell. He was able to get his gold school fairly quickly. Yeah, and I remember CT said during a confessional, it's, you know, you got the OG, never lost a final, versus a young buck. You know, he's hungry, he's ready for that final. Um, And honestly, in this scenario, kind of just worked out to be that younger, more physique Corey, you know, he was like, what, a football player? He's good with sprinting. I definitely see this worked out in favor of Corey. Yeah. But so then we finish out people, another shift in partners. We see Corey calls for Cam. Um, CT, surprisingly, honestly, wants Big T back. And Amber B is left rogue. And as we were talking about this earlier, this could not have worked out better for Amber B. Besides the fact that, yes, she is losing a partner who might have been really good for her in a final, she's safe to the final. She has no chance. I mean, Potentially, We don't know for sure how it's going to play out, but like, say we do a girl's day next and then she's safe through the girl's day. And then if it's another guy's day, she's safe through that guy's day. Maybe she has one shot of going down to elimination before the final, but she has been kind of set up for success to make it all the way to the end. If she can somehow, and honestly, a lot of the guys left, regardless of who it is, might be good partners for her. Um, so it kind of worked out pretty well for her in my opinion and then we saw ct crawling back to big t i was so happy he did this honestly though because i was scared that big t would be left rogue and if big t was left rogue without a chance to get her gold skull she might be sent home next week so without even getting a chance to go fight for herself in the elimination so i'm really happy about that um and then we see Corey and cam i could see this partnership working out well it just depends on how they communicate in the future right um yeah what you said about amber b she is in the best position of this game. I mean, she's safe. Basically, if there is no purge, but you never know, if there is no purge, she basically has a free ride to the final at this point. She got her gold skull, she is rogue, she is not eligible for an elimination. And honestly, if, say, Big T, I'm I'm assuming she's gonna go down uh, to elimination next week, I think her best bet would have been Amber B, but Amber B is not eligible now. So I would say her best bet now is either Nani or Anissa. But I I know I love this story, CT and Big T. And it was kind of cute because CT was almost asking for permission. He was like, if you're willing to ride this out with me, let's make it happen. And she was all giddy. She had a big smile. So... Honestly, I see this, you never know, there might be a twist, but I see this pairing going through um, if CT, or if Big T wins next week, I'm assuming she'll stay with CT, but if she loses, CT gets a new partner. So, you never know, but yeah, these are definitely interesting pairings. I could see, you know, Cam, she can be easily stolen, Casey can be easily stolen, So it's not set in stone exactly these are the teams, but as of right now, they are. Yeah, you never know. They're definitely going to change around. But like moving forward with our th- predictions for the future, um, the next episode, I know we were we were kind of analyzing that mid-season trailer we saw a few weeks ago. 
And it looks like next week's elimination that Big T's going to be participating in is going to be very similar to the one that we saw, with which was um, Leroy versus Jay and Ashley versus Natalie, which was like where they were hanging on to the pole and they had to like bring themselves all the way to and from. And let me just say, I am tired of them repeating <laughs> these same challenges. I've already seen it twice. I don't want to see it again. And I... I don't. I, I just. I don't want to see it again. I don't want to see it for a third time. I know. Yeah. So we did some digging. Honestly. Yeah. Those mid-season trailers are spoilers in a way. But you know, did some digging. I was super curious. It looks as if Big T is going to go down to elimination. Possibly Kyle is going to go down to elimination. Who knows? Maybe it's going to be a double elimination. Who knows? Honestly, you never know. TJ yeah. actually said at the very end, saying, nobody's in my final yet. This is far from over. I have no idea what that means. You know, but... I'm guessing that that alludes to a purge, potentially. That's I think that's, that's my best guess. I think so, too, because in a way, 10 people going to the finale, so say five partners, seems like a lot. Seems like a lot of partners. Usually, I mean, there's like a max, what, last season there was four girls, four guys. But even at that, we had Bailey, who left. We had Melissa, who left the finale. Um, pretty disappointing, to be honest. But there really has never been five pairings going to the final. So I feel like there's got to be a purge or some sort of elimination leading right up to the finale or they could be midway into the finale and decide to have an elimination yeah yeah you never know how's it yeah i mean we've seen that in the past with some finals where like in literally in the middle of a final tj will say okay we're gonna have an elimination now so you never know how that's gonna play out um that'd be interesting to see that i i honestly like that because the first time i ever saw that was in war of the yes. world the first one um they did that it was i don't know if that was the first time it actually happened that was the first time i saw it i've only seen like three seasons of the challenge <laughs> um but it was it was Hunter versus Ninja, and you thought for sure Hunter was gonna win that, but he quit basically. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Bye, you can have this." So it's interesting because that's like kind of heartbreaking to see people like drop out as the final moves on, and that's kind of how it worked in some seasons in the past. So that that might be how they do it to cut down people as it goes on. Yeah, I can very well see that. You know, midway into midway into the finale, um, say whoever if it's a timed event, whoever is at the best timing right now whoever completes a checkpoint first they decide who two teams go into elimination you never know i mean there's got to be some twist uh there's always a twist so something's got to go on within these next i'm predicting that there's probably three episodes left maybe four so it looks like we're getting we're getting close to the end yeah um regarding who i think might win I really don't know at this point. Um, I could see... I, I don't think Fessy's going to win. Let me just put that out there. Hopefully, that'd be embarrassing if he does win. <laughs> but I don't think Fessy's going to win. Um, I'm hoping Big T and CT could make it to the final win, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but that's who I am rooting for. If I mean, as much as I don't like CT after what he did to Big T a couple weeks ago, I am really hoping that CT and Big T can pull it out and get a win. Um, if Cam were to win with whoever she's with, I could think that'd be a great victory. She really dominated the season. This was her season, honestly. Like Everything revolved around her. Everything strategic-wise, she kind of orchestrated. So if Cam were to make it through and win 
Um, I, I think that'd be really impressive and I'd be really happy with that ending. As of right now, um, say nothing switches. I really see Leroy and Casey. Like, you never know what the final is going to have. Um, they could have a bunch of swimming Whereas that's not Mm -hmm. Leroy's strong suit, but Leroy's gotten a lot better at swimming compared to other seasons. So you never know what suits people's strengths or what suits their weaknesses. Um, And honestly, they could completely switch. There could be a twist where every single pairing is different. It's really hard to tell, but as of right now, I see Leroy and Casey as probably the best for my winner pick. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, that wraps up our challenge episode 14 recap and review. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode and what your predictions are for the finale. We have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're liking what we've heard so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. So you guys can find me on TikTok at lolathe and Champagne at All Things Reality. If you guys have any requests or comments, you guys can shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next week with another challenge episode recap. Yeah.